Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There were three ravens sat on a tree. Down a down, hey down a down. They were as black as they might be with a down. One of them said to his mate, Where shall we our breakfast take? With a down, dairy, 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 down, down. Hello and welcome to episode zero of the Three Ravens podcast. My name's Martin Vaux. I'm a storyteller, writer and English romanticism obsessive, and I'm joined as ever by my partner in crime and all dark arts, award-winning poet, playwright, Shakespeare scholar and witch, Eleanor Conlon. We're here around the Three Ravens campfire, ready to spin yarns, talk about folk customs and blow the dust off forgotten things that really ought to be remembered. So we've put this short episode together as a kind of explainer to let you know what to expect from the podcast during its first season and to tell you a little bit about ourselves. For the podcast, our plan is to release roughly 45 minute episodes every week covering myths and folk tales from each of England's 39 historic counties. In each episode, we'll talk a little bit about the counties, where the stories are set, their histories, legends and traditions. And after we've told our story for that week, we'll have a chat about the ideas in that tale and see if we can draw out any special meanings or lessons from them. We're planning to record and release the podcast in 13 episode blocks to give ourselves breaks and, of course, enable us to do reading, research and actually write our stories. 
Plus, we've launched a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Three Ravens Podcast, through which listeners can subscribe for $3 a month to access lots of bonus content, including advert-free versions of every episode of the podcast, text versions of the stories, special Patreon-exclusive episodes, folk customs for each month, and Patreon-exclusive magic spells to try. If you're that way inclined. Which we both are. So, Eleanor, for this 13-episode season, what kind of stories might we expect from you between now and the end of May? Well, I will be telling you about Gog and Magog, the Giants of London, a famous Cornish mermaid, and the ghost of a necromancer queen in Kent, who haunts a castle with her trusty dog, and other things too. And what do you have planned? Well, I'm going to take us to Shropshire and talk Dick Whittington, to Oxfordshire for the tale of Lord Lovell's Bride, and I've got dragons, I've got witches, all sorts of ooky spooky things, as well as really strange things too. Ooh, strange things. And speaking of strange things, Eleanor, let's talk about you. Charming. Well, uh, I'm going to ask you first. Uh, you've worked as a storyteller all over England and have written several plays inspired by the folk tradition, including The Wild Man of Orford, Black Shuck, The Green Children of Woolpit, and The Marsh Demons of Iken. Folk stories are pretty baked into who you are, but... Where did that all start for you? I think when I was a child, my family didn't take me to do a lot of child-specific activities. So I spent weekends and school holidays going to castles, historic houses, and interesting archaeological sites. So I suppose my understanding of history was very linked to place and um, the folk legends of those places. It was always presented to me as a child um, in a specific place if there was a legend that it was said it really happened. So I think from quite a young age I'd entangled the two ideas. And so when it came to those folk stories themselves that you encountered at these various different places, what did you like so much about them? I think the universal qualities of the stories, um, they take place often to ordinary people in rural locations. They could be happening to anybody anywhere. And as I got older and started to study story and folk tales in more depth, I started to discover tropes and ideas and characters that would repeatedly crop up even though the actual specifics are divided geographically. I suppose that's the beauty of the oral tradition of storytelling. It does carry from place to place and each new teller puts their own spin on it, adds a local detail and gives it that colour which makes it specific. And so you're a Shakespeare scholar, you trained at Shakespeare's Globe. To what extent do you think Shakespeare, as one of those storytellers, is part of their English folk tradition? Well, 
Shakespeare is so ubiquitous in our culture here in England that he's almost become part of the folk canon. Uh, Shakespeare characters are archetypes. If you're asked to think of lovers, you automatically think of Romeo and Juliet. And there are plenty of other characters like that too. An ambitious woman is linked to Lady Macbeth. Those characters are almost folk archetypes. And Shakespeare's work is often inspired by folk traditions. There are lots of examples of the fairy tale ending, either followed or subverted in some way. The forests of Arden and the forest outside Athens are these rural settings uh, which have um, their own mythology. Shakespeare's very interested in fairies, in magic, in superstition. And um, a wonderful detail, actually, um, I read that Shakespeare's work, so the complete works of Shakespeare, has historically been used to fortune tell in the same way that in some cultures people use religious texts. So the idea is that you flop open a copy of the Bible with a particular question in mind and the verse or chapter that it opens on is is your fortune yeah. and I've, I've actually heard of people doing that with the works of Shakespeare so you can flop open a complete works and uh, see what Henry the fourth part one has to offer you for the day <laughs> that's fantastic I like the idea of opening up and being like oh no I'm in a blank speech kind of day <laughs> <laughs> yes I have iambic pentameter for all occasions that's right so if people want to know more about what you're doing or if listeners would like to book a, or a play or entertainment from rust and stardust uh, where should they look we everything is available on our website at www.rustandstardustproductions.co.uk all our news and latest doings are available there and it's probably worth saying that if you're in the southeast of england and would like to book eleanor and i to come and do the three ravens live at your event then do just inquire through the rust and stardust website and we'll see what we can make happen well now it's your turn martin who the devil are you not telling it's a secret it's not a secret <laughs> you've taught part of full time for over 15 years you've had short stories and poetry published you've worked in radio and won prizes for your tv scripts and games you've made but you love folk tales where does your love of folk stories come from i think probably ladybird books um, when I was a really little boy, um, my great aunt and both of my grandmothers had these kind of dusty collections of old ladybird books. And I remember um, sometimes being read them as bedtime stories when I was really little. But then as I got older, coming back time and time again to some of those folk tales, particularly the everlasting porridge part. That was one that really caught my imagination. I, I loved that story. And then as I grew up and got older... Um, I learned about Greek myths and legends and started to understand how there were certain ways in which kind of English folk stories or European folk stories connected to Greco-Roman stories and mythology. And then um, I started to read fantasy books as, as a teenager. And I, for me, they all kind of connect in, in allegory, really, ways you can learn and think about kind of hidden worlds, hidden ideas, 
uh, the ways things operate that we don't always understand. It's, it's interesting to find those explanations through stories. And you also love romantic poetry and English romanticism in particular. You were actually commended by the International Keats Shelley Prize in 2021. So do you think that romanticism connects back to the folk tradition? Yes, um, definitely. I think that the English romantics were inspired to write what they wrote in response to the English Enlightenment, really, or the, or the European Enlightenment. You know, suddenly science came along with the empirical method and there was an industrial revolution and life started to change very, very rapidly. People abandoning the countryside and perhaps um, you know, the world being full of people who, who thought everything could be explained through science. And I think the Romantics uh, were afraid of that idea, afraid of what it was doing to human beings. And in their art sought to celebrate nature and the supernatural as well so when we think about you know the kind of cornerstone of romanticism you've got someone like samuel taylor coleridge and the rhyme of the ancient mariner writing a supernatural narrative um, that obviously is about transgressing nature and i think at the heart of that is the idea of the sublime the kind of indescribable beauty and terror that you know people used to call god maybe um for the romantics it was reframed as the sublime and a lot of their poetry connects with that idea of uh, that that thing that just can't be articulated that's a bit terrifying beauty and terror i love that i actually hope that people say that about me when i go out on a friday night yeah <laughs> <laughs> if people want to know more about you and what you're doing where can they look well, easy peasy, uh, martinvorks.com. That's martin, V for Victor, A-U-X.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So that's about it for this introductory episode. And if you found this, then you already know how to find the Three Ravens podcast. It's available through all podcast services and is also published on YouTube. We also have a website at www.threeravenspodcast.com where we'll be maintaining our archive of episodes and we'll also put up other things to support each episode like photos, maps, links to relevant organisations and websites, sightings of fairies and other bits and bobs related to the stories we're going to tell. If you have your own folk tale that you would like us to feature on the podcast, then do write it up and email it to us at 
threeravenspodcast at gmail.com and we'll feature it in one of our upcoming listener episodes. And to send us thoughts and feedback about the podcast, please do email us at that same address, threeravenspodcast at gmail.com. Right. So, um, should I put another log on the fire? Yeah, please do. I have a great story I want to tell you. Oh, yeah. Where's this one from? This one is from our home county of Sussex. Are you sitting comfortably? Oh, yes. Well then, let's crack on with episode one. Our theme song is the traditional folk ballad Three Ravens, performed by Ben Harbour and Eleanor Conlon, and our logo was designed by Ollie James Dare. The Three Ravens podcast is a Ruston Stardust production, written and produced by me, Martin Borgs, with additional writing and support for this episode from my co-host, Eleanor Conlon. Thanks for listening. God sent every gentleman, such hounds, such hawks, and such lean with a down, dairy, 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 down, down. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.